<laughs> I'm a whirlwind of emotions. How about you? I... You ever see an anime so beautiful you started crying? Uh, yeah, my eyes hurt. I'm not in the best shape. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Skeleton Crew Podcast. We decided to watch all five episodes remaining of Hey K Story, and I'm not in a good place. But I can record because I'm professional. How are you feeling, Strauss? Let's let's get some let's, let's get some news from the front here. Um, my crops are salted. My water supply is poisoned. Uh, my eyes hurt. Uh, I'm in great and terrible sadness. I. See, I, I think it's going to be interesting because, like, th this is my first time going through, um, Hey K Story. Um, yeah. uh, finally finished watching it, and I, I'm, I'm sad, don't get me wrong, I, I'm very sad, but, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, hi everybody, uh, that's Strauss, this is Sardo, um, this is Skeleton Crew Podcast, uh, how y'all doing this evening? Um, this is a lot to unpack. <laughs> well, for starters, I want to say, as the Strauss here with my skeletal brother, uh, we watched five episodes, which is a lot. That is about half the series in one night. This was, by the way, this was Sardo's idea, not mine. It was my idea. I'm proud of us. I think we did good. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> Thank you for doing this, Strauss. Yeah, no, I, I, honestly, it started out fine. The first two episodes we watched tonight were not bad. Not, none of it was bad, but it was like the first two episodes were set up for what was going to yeah. be the hard part. And oh, was it hard. So I think we should start off by saying the first two episodes were about really the continued escalating situation. That we talked about last time we talked about Heike's story. Yes. And it was the the buildup of the story and the the beginning of the end for um uh the the Tyra uh the the Heike the Heike. Mm -hmm. And oh boy, um, like people so got a cat. Yeah, people got a cat. The last episode. That was great. This is the nicest thing that happened in pretty much to all but, like, one other person for the rest of this story. <laughs> but, uh, episode seven is important, uh, because it's the basically near final nail in the coffin when, mm -hmm. uh, Kiyomori died. Kiyomori fucking kicked the bucket. He, he got a really bad fever and he just died. I mean, he was an old-ass man, but... But he was an evil old man, and yeah. you don't know that mostly those those live forever. Yeah. Well, the thing about Kiyomori that's important to sort of the state of the world, so to speak, is that he's the only thing keeping the Heike together at this point, because he's mm -hmm. confident. He's the confident yes. one left in the room, because his... 
last living oldest son is lame and we hate yes. him. Yes. And his he's second a, he's a dork. His second son, eldest son that's left is either the large jock boy or the other one who yep. is looks like Shigamori but not as good. He's he's like great value Shigamori. He's clearly traumatized also. <laughs> Um, th there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of undiagnosed PTSD going around here, and I, and I mean obviously that they, they didn't have a diagnosis for it because it didn't exist yet. But <laughs> it, it is the 12th century. I I don't think they understand what mental health is yet. All of these men are very traumatized. <laughs> yeah, the the first thing that really happens in the seventh episode is. Shigehara accidentally sets fire to another temple. Yeah, good, good, good job, Shigehara. Uh, he didn't mean to. To be fair, it was the wind, yeah, and he, it, it wasn't even his choice. Yeah, it, 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 the, these monks decided to be once again get in their hair. He actually sets fire to another temple, and just oh, he does not take it well. He he reacts very poorly, and I'll, I'll say, you know, I think. This show, one of the things it does well among the list of them, it's it's a very good portrayal of trauma. I think it's it's interesting and it's effective. <laughs> well, it's also because like we see multiple characters get trauma and traumatized mm -hmm. throughout this series, and they all take it very differently. Like Shigamori yeah. just straight up dies. <laughs> uh, but uh But it's 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 very interesting. So um, that happens with Shigehira. He he sets a, another temple on fire. Actually, sets more than was, one on fire. He sets several on fire. And By it's accident. Not a good... <laughs> what, he doesn't it, mean to. It, it was an accident. The wind caused a fire to go out of control. Because all these buildings and it wasn't are wood. His fault. It wasn't his fault. But boy, does he not take it well. No, and and so that happens. Obviously, um, that that does not win any stands for the Heike. Um, people are very mad about that, <laughs> as they want to do. Uh, the other big thing uh, in this episode, outside of Kiyomori fucking dying, <laughs> is uh, Tokako finally stands up to her father, and we're all very proud of her. Uh, she Tokako's character development is just mwah, chef's kiss. It's, you, you love this. This is like finally the samurai woman of my dreams. <laughs> I Tokuko is a queen, and we we love her. Yeah. So she puts her foot down. She um because she gets told that you know you're you're going to go into another marriage to make this alliance for our family, and and her. Uh, I believe her father tells her this before he dies, and um, it, it'd be really hard for him to tell her that after he died. But um, so, and she tells him, "No, no, I no, if you if you do it, do I will become a nun." And everyone's like, "Oh, okay." She even whips out a knife, and she's like threatening to cut her hair, and everybody's like, "Don't do that." <laughs> no, 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 no. And as soon after that, Kimori dies from a very intense fever 
uh, he, he resistance dies demons. Old disease. Yeah, for being too old. Uh, and some demons showed up. That was fun. Yes, in his uh, in his wife's nightmares, um, she sees him basically being carted off to hell. Very nice, and they got him a very nice cart too. Oh yeah, it's a sweet cart. And the other really big thing, and the final and probably most important thing of this episode, is Biwa is sent away by Sukamori, mm-hmm. uh, the second eldest of Shigamori's kids. Yes, and like. It is very much presented as he is sending her away for her own good. Because mm-hmm. they, as we've talked about, they have a very sibling relationship. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, I don't want to drag you farther into this that you, you can live. And even she right. knows that she, because uh, their youngest brother, Kiyotsune, is like, but brother, but he's like, no, no. I know why he's doing this. I get it. But but of course he still has to make it a little um a little dicey and insult her, of course, and say that, you know, I always thought your eye was creepy anyway. And it's like, you know, dude, okay, I get it, but <laughs> you're you're putting on the airs and we know it's out of love. Yes. And so that's sad. So Biwa separates from them and she goes on her way. And this leads into episode eight. Yes. Where we learn Biwa's going all across the area. She goes visits uh, the dancers from, like, episode two. Yeah, we we get a call back to them and we get to meet them a little better. Well, sort of. Half of them are dead. (laughs) Yeah, some of them. (laughs) But we are told, an, an interesting little factoid, is that Biwa has learned that there was another former dancer that looked a bit like her and is potentially her mumsy. The same eyes. Yeah, the same eyes. They're weird eyes. You got weird eyes, kid. So Biwa and her and her girl gang go on kind of an adventure well, to we, find we, her we mother. We should probably also uh, discuss it because at the end of that episode, she runs into a girl gang. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about them because what else happened this episode? Yes, yes. Uh, the big part of this episode was someone very different showed up. Mm-hmm. We met the wildest man. You want to talk about Yoshinaka? Yoshinaka is um what they know in the common parlance as a scrungly. <laughs> very scrungly. Um, he is... He's referred to as kind of like monkey-like at one point because he's he's a wild man. He lives in the forest. He's uh, we inter- we're introduced to him. He's like way up in the trees in a hammock, just chilling out. He's got like hair down past his butt, and and he like climbs the trees like he was born in them. And he's 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 a wild man. His <laughs> his clothes have patches in them, and he is. Like, oh, I'm gonna fight the Heike. I'm a Genji too. Yeah. <laughs> and he then he does. And the funny part about this is, for those who know who any of these people are, uh, yes, this is when Tomoe goes and herself shows up for her brief appearance in this story. <laughs> we get a solid three seconds of Tomoe goes in. <laughs> the the problem is this this series rarely shows any actual fighting. So the thing she's it's, it's, most famous for doesn't really show up. 
it's not a fighting heavy story. That's just not what we're here for. Yeah, it it, it is a drama. It is that's what it is. So we don't really get to see everyone in action. Like the action is very sparse. Even, but she is there. <laughs> she is there, and she has the smuggest look on her face the entire time, and it's great. I like her. <laughs> yeah, I like her, too. And basically, uh, poor... Uh, oh, God. Uh, Kumamori, once again, Mori has to go into another fight and loses, and it's really... Mori. Cory Mori doesn't like fighting. We we I we've discussed this in previous episodes. He doesn't enjoy fighting very much. <laughs> but the big key here is after Yoritomo lost a battle, which is what prompted this battle, Cory Mori loses like seventy thousand men. In they all they fall off a side of a cliff, fall into a ravine, and and this bit like there's not like. Heike's story is not very big on the blood and guts, but there there's a few, like, brief glimpses here of, like, the dudes falling into the chasm, and it's gnarly. Like, especially, like, compared to the, the like, because they don't show much in the show, and, and the bit you see, it's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a pleasant death to fall to your doom. Oh, it's it's nasty! And and it gets worse because this absolutely fucks up Cory Mori for the rest of the series. Like he, he's not, he's not okay. He's he's a troubled young man. Yeah, and this prompts uh, Munamori and the rest of the Heike to be like, "Peace out. We're uh, we're not gonna die here." So they flee west towards Kyushu and. And and it does a good job, I think, of showing kind of the it's not just, oh, we're we're traveling, we're we're moving. It's this is really like disheartening and it's degrading to have to do this. We have to stay in like this busted up creepy old castle and Yeah, they go back to Fukuhara, which is which was created by, of course, Kiyomori, but since his death, like they no one had been there for like three years, so it's a mess. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they're all like, God, this sucks. This sucks. And it's such a downgrade. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, so... y you could feel like, this wasn't like when they moved the capital last time, where it's like, everyone had to move. It's like, no, we're running away. <laughs> we're trying yeah, and, and... not to die. <laughs> and everybody is miserable. <laughs> Just, no one's having a good time. The only person who seems to be having an okay time is the Emperor himself. Because he's, like, five. Yeah. So he doesn't get it. Little baby Emperor doesn't really understand what's going on, because he's a baby. He is a, a small child, and his mother is precious and making sure he doesn't suffer. Nokoko gets, like, Mom of the Year awards, seriously. Yeah. She... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, she's 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 best mom here. That's that's the main thing that happened in episode nine. In episode eight, episode nine through ten is through. I mean nine through eleven. I'm sorry, audience, listeners. Uh, the next three episodes is where things start to hurt. 
Um, you know, it was it was a pretty good ride, mostly. Um, episode nine puts like the snare around your ankles and starts like dragging you down the road at eighty miles an hour. <laughs> well, the first we'll start with the happier parts. Uh, at the end of the last of episode eight. Bebop runs into a girl gang, read by a girl named Shizuka. Now, if you know who that is, like I do, I will talk about her more later. But they're a group of young dancers. They're very kind of almost not like silly. They're 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 definitely like the lighthearted, like quasi comic relief of of the series. For well, for these three episodes, anyways. <laughs> And I'd say they're they're like the teeny tiny little bit of fan service that we get in Heike's story too. <laughs> and the fan service is, hey, look, they're dancing, they're having a good time. They're well, there's also goofy. the scene where in they're they're in the lake and they got like their pants off. <laughs> I mean, for as much as that is actually shown, which is about I think three seconds in total. I'd say well comparatively. <laughs> True. But yeah, so they end up going to a new spot to see <laughs> Biwa's mom. And it's very like, oh. She she's and blind and it's kind of a strained meaning, I would say. Well, yeah, because the the mom admits straight up, "Yes, I abandoned you and your dad." <laughs> but and it's what we learn is is that she still cares. And yes, she is very regretful. And Biwa starts realizing by the end of this meeting that like, oh, you've been praying for me this entire time. Mm -hmm. And and you've been watching me through your magic eye like I watch people. And she's like, well, okay, maybe I'm not much better than you. <laughs> and, and I, it, it's a good... It's a well-written reunion. I um, B was obviously like hurt and angry, and and at first when the mom says like I was praying for you the whole time, B was like you were praying for me, <laughs> and then she realizes by the end is like no you, you were praying for me, and my late father. You were like yeah. actually meaning it. Ever like this is sincere. Yeah, and it's it, it's sweet. Meanwhile. Uh, Yoshinaka got fucking murked in, like, a second. <laughs> got an arrow through his neck! Yeah, uh, so, this is, like, <laughs> the first real introduction to a character I've been waiting for, and that is, uh, Minamoto no Yoshitsune, the youngest brother of Yoritomo, and a guy who is introduced with a pause. Like, we don't even see Nori Yori. He's this- he's here, we never see him, but, like, Yoshitsune, it's like... Send in the death machine. <laughs> it's like this dude is fucking scary. And it's it's such an effective little bit of scene setting, character establishing. It's for, it's good. For a character we should mention, isn't really in this anime a whole lot. He, like he doesn't really no. show up until now. Oh, he he's like a very latecomer, but it works so well in just, like, that very short moment, like, oh, oh no. <laughs> well, not only that, what makes this all super funny is he is, like, 16, and, like, totally not what you think. Like, is, Yoshinaka is this wild man, he's huge, he's like, ha 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 ha, the entire time. And Yoshitsune is like, 
hello, how are you? <laughs> and then you like look into his eyes, you're like, oh, you're the scary one. With uh, the with the makeup on. <laughs> he's very pretty. He's a very pretty young man. Which is on purpose. Because oh, yes. it, it totally contrasts. Because this is the moment when you realize if this guy's here, the hey are fucked. <laughs> oh yeah. No, they're boned. <laughs> And uh, we see this towards the end of the episode where he attacks them and it's just, he routes them. He, he goes on a trail that used by deer. <laughs> deer men. And there, there's, there's a little bit that I think's badass where they're like, you know, listen, dude, only, only deer can travel through that path in the woods. And he's like, well, if a deer can do it, a horse can do it too. And he says it in such a way that it's like, yeah. I believe you. And his uh, very famous retainer, Ben K, is like, ha, 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 you're right. Ha, ha. Now, uh, that's not the only thing that happens this episode. Uh, We lose a couple more characters, and, oh, that's when it started to hurt, because uh, Kiyotsune uh, kills himself. I... The face I made because he's they're they're out on the boat they're trying to, they're trying to like get to their destination but they're they're surrounded by the Genji mm-hmm. and so they they can't make land and Kiyotsune um brings out his flute and and there's there's a moment where it's like almost a little bit hopeful because he starts playing and it's like oh that's you know. He, he hasn't wanted to play or even hear flute music. You know, this is a good sign. And then he stops. And then you notice he takes off his sandals and he gets up on the edge of the boat. And this is where my my jaw was open. Um, uh, it, holy shit. Kiyotsune fucking dies. It, not only that, but it's like you see earlier on that there are rocks in his boat. <laughs> But he has loaded his clothing with rocks, like he and he just jumps in. Yeah. And that and there there he goes. And it's just Biwa sees this obviously because she's got the magic eye. Yes. And she's not happy about this. This is how this is like the halfway point of the episode. By the way, we're we're skipping around. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And again, um, props to be was voice actress once, once for again. yes, the just the she just gives this absolutely gut wrenching scream when she knows what's about to happen, and, and she's nowhere near in a place where she could stop this because she's with the girl gang, just like hanging out by the sea. She, and and it, and it's such an interesting contrast because like where she is at, it's a beautiful sunny day. Over there, it's the middle of the night, and it's just it's oh. And somehow this is not the most depressing death in this episode. Oh, oh but wait, there's more. Because at the end, after being pursued by Yoshitsune's forces, the Heike Atsumori comes back, grabs his flute, and right as he's about to about to leave he is challenged mm-hmm. by a mysterious warrior he's like come on how about you and he's like all right how about you and then i mean he puts up a good fight at least and, and it's a sick fight like they're they're standing like kind of like ankle deep in the ocean and they're like it's the fight choreography is good it's it's a beautiful fight it's well but shot then... 
But the problem is, when Atsumori disarms him, uh, he forgets the most important thing of battle of, man large, be cautious. <laughs> yes. Always watch out for grappling. <laughs> Dude, you're like 16. <laughs> you're like 16, you're 5'3", you look like a girl, and this guy is like six is like five foot ten and probably has like a hundred pounds on you. <laughs> it does not go well for Atsumori, who almost actually makes it out because this is once again Biwa's narrating this. And it's like mm-hmm. the moment he sees his face once the helmet comes off, he's like, Oh wow, I'm about to kill like a kid. <laughs> yeah, th- this is a child. <laughs> And, uh, okay, so, fun fact, we actually know who this man is. He's never, like, mentioned by name, but he is Mm -hmm. actually a person of note. He is, okay, Kumagai no Jiro Naozane. Okay. That's, uh, his full name, or just, uh, Kumagai Naozane. Uh, that's Uh N-A-E-O-Z-A-E-N-E. That name is familiar, yeah. Well, he should be, because he's the star of a different play. <laughs> yes. Uh, he set, ultimately kills him, and Biwa's sad about this one. And not in the same way, but, like, he, I think she's sad in the same way a lot of us are sad, which is, like, Atsumori is, like, he shouldn't be here. He was so out of his depth, and he was a sweet kid. He was a he was a soft boy of soft boys who just wanted to play his flute. And soft boy wasn't okay. And like the whole sequence of this is incredibly well done. We should mention, mm-hmm. like directorially, it's like every shot is great, every moment is like heart pounding, and it's just. That's where the episode ends with his death, and uh, now Zane will be back later on. Yes. But uh, we'll talk more about him in a bit. But we have to get on to the second to last episode where things get worse. <laughs> Fun fact two, two main character deaths is not worse. By the way, did you notice something about the intro? Like, by this point, every, all of the first, like, other than Biwa, of the first, like, four characters seen in the intro, only one of them is still alive by this point. Yeah. It's I was like, thinking about that while I was watching. Yeah, you're like, oh, right. Tokuko's the only, like, Shikamori, he's dead. Uh, Kiyotsune, he's dead. Atsumori, he's dead. Tokuko, you're the only one who's still with us, girl. Thank God. Good job, Tokuko. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, next up is episode 10. We're just going through all of this because we have a lot to, like, talk about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you all to understand, we are about to be very busy. So we have to speed through some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it starts with the Hey K still on the run, kind of going from place to place. Everyone's having a bad time. And, and, uh, and everybody kind of knows that, like, this is... This is the end. Yeah, and what what we realize is because there's scenes with uh, Yori Telmo and his wife, uh, who is I don't think is named in show, but I do know what her name is. Uh, her name. And she is Hojo no Masako, or just Lady Masako. Well, Lady Masako is a bad bitch, and I love her. Yeah. Uh. uh do you want to know a little of a bit of a fun fact here? Huh. 
she's actually related to the Tyra. <laughs> really? The Hojo are a cadet branch of the Tyra clan. Huh. Uh, not the Go Hojo. Not no, something of something of a different dad. <laughs> D- d- not, different one. Different, different one. one. We'll talk about him another night. <laughs> yeah. Him and his solid snake looking ass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's just a fun fact. And she is like, no, no, kill them. <laughs> yeah. Every time Yuri Tomo is like, I don't know, maybe I should be nice. He's like, she's like, no. And I, I do love kind of their dynamic because Yuri Tomo is a bit of like, he's a bit of a mealy-mouthed, indecisive little little wuss. He's and she's like, like no, you're going to do this. He's always like, well, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> hmm. the, the, he still has probably the funniest moment in the entire series when they fled in, that, in the last three episodes we watched. He's like, huh. Well, that was weird. <laughs> But uh, here, also in turn, as they flee, we learn that the Genji are like, they're not going to just get the sacred treasures back. They're not going to get all this stuff. They're not. De- they're not here to defeat the Heike. They're here to kill. They're out for blood. They're they're here to wipe the Heike out. Yeah, and it's and it. This is demonstrated. It's like when they went to their last staying place, they cut all this stuff down. They all they do all this stuff that's just like, whew. but the Heike are also kind of escalating things because every time they leave a place, they they burn it down right before they leave. Usually, they, so they the Genji... and uh, so yeah, the Genji can't really get anything. Not that it stops them at all, right? And it's just, uh oh, spaghettios. And and also, fucking Munemori is not helping anything at all. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this guy. Oh, we should also mention, him. at this point, Shigehira, the, the one who has burned down way too many temples by accident. <laughs> <laughs> all by accident, by the way. Has turned himself in, and he's basically almost, like, kind of lost it. <laughs> it. He's unraveling very he's, rapidly. He's like, this is divine punishment. I've deserved this, and everyone's just, and even your even like Goshi or Kyle was like, "Oh God, man, what's happened to you?" Oh. <laughs> so. Also, um, I love Goshi Rikawa through all of this. Like every scene he's in, uh, he's he's so kind of goofy. <laughs> well, it's just like he's like always cackling, like ha 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 ha, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's fun. He's a, he's, he's a fun like character, but, like, as this goes through, uh, Cory Mori bolts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then very soon after, runs into Biwa, who she realizes, like, oh, oh, you're gonna do that, aren't you? And, yeah, he also kills himself. <laughs> yep, um, he becomes a monk first, though, because he wants to atone for, you know, all the, all the sins he believes he's perpetrated and and mostly for his cowardice and then he kills himself like day one (laughs) yeah he and it's it's honestly kind of a beautiful scene even though it's it's really sad because like he's he's up on the boat with the rest of the monks and he just steps into the water and it's i don't know it's it's very nicely 
nicely directed. It's weirdly serene. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, this is it. And, like, there's the one young monk who's trying to, like, realizes what's happening and doesn't stop him. But probably because he's horribly shocked. Well, yeah. Like, no one else is doing anything. It's like, nope, nope, just let him do it. Uh, and it, it, it's sad because it's kind of exactly what was probably going to happen to this poor boy. And you, you couldn't really see it going many other ways because he was deeply, deeply traumatized. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to dance. And then Sukumori and Biwa reunite in what is actually a very heartfelt scene. It is. Because it's like the basically the last two siblings together, if you will. And it's it's so sad because like he's trying to be kind of cold with her and it's it's he can't do it. He's trying to make her not be there because he doesn't want her in this mess. And it's like, you're trying, man. You really do care. Always have, always will. Yeah. But it doesn't work. She does deliver him a letter from his lady love and it just... What B was now here is like, I'm here to witness the end. Yeah. And she's she's come to terms with things. Yeah, and we get what is the basically final setup, which is in the in a, on the water we have four thousand boats on in total, one thousand for the Heike, three thousand for the Genji, led by Yoshitsune, and what is gonna be the climactic final battle. Mm-hmm. And that's the setup for the end of the episode. And uh, we go straight into the next episode, which is uh, mostly this battle, actually. This is the only time we really see a prolonged fight sequence between armies. Yeah. And it's, like, chaotic, it's wild, and it it, it looks like it's going the Hey Case way, because they are sailors by trade. Yeah. And it's like, oh, maybe they got this. And then you start realizing, uh-oh. The wind's oh, shifting. They don't got this. They don't got this. And we're not going to really cover the battle because it's mostly just a lot of shouting. It's a lot of arrows. It looks really cool. Yeah. And interesting things happen, but then it's just like the real drama part is happening on the boat that's not even in battle. It's the one with the Emperor on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, do you want to talk about this part, or should I? Well, go right ahead. <laughs> well, throughout the battle and most of this episode, Biwa is talking with Tokuko, her mother, and, like, her lady attendants. Mm-hmm. And we forgot to mention this, but there's already a new emperor as crowned by Go Shirakawa. It's Go Toba. They're, they're both babies, two baby emperors. We, we got two baby emperors. One's, one's baby in the fact that they're both like five or yeah. six. They are, they're, they, they are small beings. And it should be noted that throughout all this, these episodes, like Antaku, the emperor... 
uh, the Hey K Emperor, we should mention. Yeah. Just to make sure everyone's clear, is uh, adorable. Like he plays with B was Cat, who is not at this battle. She's he's he's not at this battle. Because the, the cat was like, he's taken in by fishermen because like B was like, ah, I don't want my cat to die here. The cat is safe. The cat is safe. No, don't worry. No cats in peril. <laughs> Amazingly, we're but not the... we're not like this for any of the horses. <laughs> and also, I I think the way that um little baby emperor is is written is interesting because there is a point where he's he's on the boat that's supposed to be safe with his mother and he's like i want to go out and i want to see the battle <laughs> and he was like no <laughs> no I'm you like, don't okay, you can go out and see it if you promise you won't freak out when you're hit by an arrow <laughs> and that that shuts that conversation down we did miss one scene that i do want to talk about and mm-hmm. because uh she's a good does dance in front of Yoshitsune and they are like oh they have a moment <laughs> I will talk more about that in a bit but uh yes. I can say now it's not a it's not a moment it's it's a whole ass fling right Shizuka is the famous lover of Yoshitsune like this is this is not they are they they are gonna just just so you know after they cut to a different scene those two definitely made out at some point yes because i, I kind of figured well what makes this great because when this attack is about to happen and in the lead up to the battle like she's because like shown like looking out the window and they're like oh she's just worried about lord yoshitsune he'll be fine and this contrast the look of yoshitsune is like i'm about to kill a bunch of people <laughs> it's just like it's it's almost kind of funny but it's also just such a great stark contrast of like oh yeah there's like a life outside of this battle still yeah but yeah as the battle goes on and on and the tides start to turn Munamori is the first one to head to the safe boat because he's incompetent and lame <laughs> I'm gonna go join my mom. It's like, yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not like I mean, really, this is you're out of the way, so it's fine. Yeah, he, he wasn't that much of a help to begin with. Yeah, uh, the the real bad part is when Tomomori shows up, which is the big jockey son of Kiyomori, and it's like, oh uh, no, things get bad so quickly once he shows up well, because, and it's not his fault well yeah because they're soon betrayed by one set of people who are like the emperor's boat isn't on one of these big junk junkers mm-hmm. because there are chinese junks involved he, he's on one of these smaller boats and then the instead of attacking these big fortified ships the, the genji are like take out all the little ones and everyone's like uh-oh. <laughs> they figured out... They, they've they learned our plan. <laughs> yep. They know our moves. <laughs> and shit goes downhill so very quickly after that. Yeah, and it's just like... This part was rough. To sit through. And not in the sense of like, oh, this is not well done. Because this this is maybe the best episode of the entire series. It's excruciatingly well done. (laughs) And it's incredibly painful to watch because it's like you start realizing that 
all these these court women who are just like still in their fancy robes and their long hair. But the first thing we see is, uh, Kiyomori's wife. What is her name? Let me, I'm looking it up. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Tokiko. <laughs> like mm-hmm. her hair's cut. Yeah. Which is, should be the first sign that something is up. Yeah. Shit is already gone way to fuck town by like, that point and we need to mention still that like while this battle's happening their boat like there's even a scene of just Biwa braiding tokoko's hair mm-hmm. and it's like oh everything's gonna be fine and this is the moment when you're like everything's very unfine things are extremely unfine <laughs> things could not be less fine yeah as she takes the emperor and we see her put a stone in her clothing which probably means there's more and they jump. Yep. And she takes and the little one with her. Yeah, and, and we do do get a brief shot of the, the little boy submerged and drowning. And, um, like, you know it's coming. You, you know it's coming when Grandma starts freaking out. When Tokiko starts, like, you know, really, like... You know, they're they're not going to treat the emperor well once, you know, once they put their own in place. You know, what's going to happen to you, uh, Tokuko? You're, you're going to have to marry some Genji guy. And it's like, oh, oh, no, I know exactly where this is going. Well, and it needs to be noted that, like, throughout this entire, like, final leg of the series, Tokuko has really one mission in her life. And that is to protect mm-hmm. her son and nothing else. Like... She doesn't care about his position. Yeah. She doesn't care about the three sacred treasures, which is a sword, a mirror, and a magitama, by the way, for those wondering. They don't show them, but I know what they are. And she's like, it's just about my boy. It's just about my little bean. And then uh, that's the sequence, because after that, all the other court women start jumping off, and everyone's just like, whoa! There, there is a an incredible mass suicide of just people jumping off the boats and drowning, and um, the only one who makes it is Tokuko, who be, who gets pulled up by her hair. Yeah, because she she jumps, she also jumps, and it's just like that scene was so much worse the second time. <laughs> I don't know how, like, crying you were at this point, but I was full-on, like, trying not to full-on cry. I, I, I was definitely welling up. I was, I was horrified. <laughs> I mean, like, in, 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 in a way that it's like, this is a good and effective piece of medium. <laughs> that it's like, oh my god. Well, oh my god. We, we've talked about, uh... Aoi Yuki, who plays Biwa, but we need to also give it up for uh, Siori Hayami, who plays Tokuko, because this scene, yes. she she didn't just, she's been earning her flower this entire time, but oh lord, was she earning her flower in this in this scene? <laughs> the desperation in her voice, <laughs> like she's pleading with these men to let her die, and they won't let her, and it is incredibly depressing and it's like and and the the worst thing possible that could have happened to her just happened to her 
and 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 she had to let it happen and mm, i i I just yeah it's it's, anyway it is depressing and then all the entire warriors start jumping off base like tomomori does something that's actually like there's a statue of this by the way of him Mm -hmm. tying himself with the anchor and throwing it and jumping in yes it is an awesome statue by the way i've seen it because the statue is him like tossing the anchor in first like what a way to go i mean when um when frank reynolds in it's always sunny in philadelphia did say suicide is badass that was what he was talking about (laughs) is wrapping yourself with an anchor and throwing yourself into the ocean oh yeah and it is just like it's it's like this whole sequence is crazy because it's like you start realizing like everyone is just tossing themselves in and you're like whoa everybody is dying yeah and it's it's not in the sense that it's uncomfortable it's just it's tragic it is because everyone is just accepted that they have lost and now they are done and yeah it's the, the the way it kind of plays out is is incredible to watch um it's it's it is very tragic as you said well and I, what really makes it effective is that there's a moment where it cuts back to yoshi he's like watching this being like he looks freaked out like everyone's just shocked that this happened Oh, yeah. And this is a guy who, not that far back, was shown charging at them with a spear and a sword in both hands, using his teeth to control his horse. He's a badass. He's seen some shit. Yeah, and this is this shocked him, his, Ben K, everybody. And, like, and the only reason why Tokyo even makes it out of this is because B-Wall convinces her not to die. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I'm not okay. Yeah, it, fucking gut wrenching, <laughs> and it's just God. Is it, it? It is a rough Pete moment, and that's not even the part that probably sent us into into full on tears. <laughs> nope, that would be what happens afterwards because we have th- that's not where the show ends. We end no. like days months don't know how much farther later it's I'd never really established I, i'd say months it At seems least... like there's been some time to let things sit yeah and it's a scene where goshi Urakawa visits a small temple and there's tokiko and he visits her he just runs into her by accident and he asks her probably the most gut-wrenching question we've had since do you forgive mm-hmm. and that is how does one combat suffering because she talks about all the crap she went through, losing all of her family members. And he asks her, and she goes, I pray. And it's this moment of realization that, like, yes, my family's gone, but they'll live on. Yeah. There's, there's someone going to tell their story. I learned that from her. 
And as we've learned, uh, by the way, at the end of the battle, uh, Biwa has gone blind. Mm-hmm. Because I guess you use your powers too much, it causes you to go blind. Like her mom. Yeah. And it's... Then we end, I believe, with what opens up the actual Heike Monogatari, which is the phrase, uh, the Buddha's be- temple bells tolls the message that all existence is impermanent and that all who flourish must fall. I think that's the point where we just finally lost it. I, yeah, like, I was I was on the verge for a little bit before that, but I... I, I started crying in in earnest after that. Oh, yeah, and it needs to be stated that that scene is gut-wrenching. And it's beautiful. It is... I, I think it's legitimately one of the most beautiful endings to an anime I've ever seen. And the reason why it is, for those wondering, it's because it is both tragic... But in a weird way, comforting. Yeah. And this is where I, I think we get into our second half of talking about this ending and this show is when you remember that this is the first show since the director, Naoko Yamada, had also gone through great personal tragedy. Yeah. Makes you kind of realize that she meant this. This She really did. This came from the heart. And it should be noted, she directed this final episode. She really meant it. And Naoko Yamada, what a fucking incredible talent just for this. <laughs> just for this. If this was one person's only directorial episode of anything... I would wonder why they didn't get more work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, I, like, to me, if one asked me what this show is about, like, what it really is about, not what the story is, not what the plot is, what this show is trying to be about, this is where the show tells you that through everything, all the death, the suffering, the pain, all things are impermanent. Yes. One must pray. And I will say it hurts so much more the second time to go through it. I can imagine so. Which leads to the ultimate question. Tell me, Sardo. Yeah? How was it? What was what 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 was your thoughts on Heike's story <laughs> as a Absolutely whole? Absolutely fucking breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, it, it's beautiful, and and I think the 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 tragedies like the tragedies there, but it's only a small part of it. I I think there is such a sense of peace and beauty that comes because of it. Yeah, like, the way I I felt about it now on a second go-through is sort of this feeling of... There is... I've watched a lot of shows. You've watched a lot of shows. We have watched 
utter trash, hype action, fun slice of life stuff. But this was one of those rare times where you watch a show where you're just like, I watched something that was art. (laughs) And And I, I think the best way I've heard it put was from a friend of mine who said it recently when he said, you know, you might not understand what is going on, but you will feel the emotion. Yeah. It nails the emotion. Like, you don't have to understand everything because, like, it it, it speaks to you in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I... Strauss, I, I want to thank you for asking that we that we watch this because I, holy shit, man! <laughs> yeah, I I really I feel like this this closing part for however long it's gonna be is really about sort of the feeling of this show as a whole, sort of like the post thoughts section. Because, you know, there all these episodes, all 11 of them, it really is all about how you end it. And right. sort of the ending is simply the idea of how does one combat suffering? And we learned at least one idea of how to do it. And I think it's it's a nice, you know... A nice way of looking at well, how do you, how do you fight grief? Because you know, to to live is to grieve. You're going to deal with loss eventually, and it's it's this way of you know, people you you lose people, but they live on through through the stories that you tell of them and through through memory of them through prayer. Because one of the last few shots of the Heike is all of them underwater at a dragon palace underneath the. Sea the sea Mm -hmm. and you're just like it's gut-wrenching yeah because it's like it it would have been so much easier to do this show from the from the perspective of the genji of the winners yeah where of like the guys who beat the wicked heike but instead we get 11 episodes of just pure emotion. And it's better off for it. And there's so many moments throughout the series where, you know, you you look at the characters in a moment. And we've talked about this before, of just them living their lives and just being people. <laughs> Which makes... They're not, not- which makes this so much more tragic. Yeah, it's like they're not being warriors, they're not, you know, they're they're not fighting, they're just they're just living. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think the best way to put it is what makes this show work and what makes it so good is that there's a real sense of these characters were people. 
They had lives. They had wants. They had ambitions. And yet, in the end, it all came crashing down. Yeah. And it's it's rough. It, this is not the easiest sit in terms of having a nice day. It's it's a very sad watch, but it's there's there's a point to the sadness. Well, yeah, I think that's what keeps it from being misery porn. Mm-hmm. Is that there's a point where you realize like there's a point to all of this. There is an idea here about how we're feeling, and it's it's tough. It's a, it's a bit of a tough sit, but I think, Sordo, who was your favorite character in the end? Oh, that's a tough call. I I liked so many people. Um, oh, let's uh, say their names. Let's let's go through some of them. Tokuko. I mean, obviously, mm. we've been singing her praises, and she deserves them because what a character! I I think she's so interesting to me because. Like there's there is this character growth and like you you understand the grief she goes through and the you know her her whole monologue at the end it's like it's it's not just that she she is a strong person, but it's like there's some real wisdom there, I think. And I, I just I, I love her. I really love her. I'm I'm glad she lived. <laughs> Yeah, well, I have some good news. She um, she actually did live in real life. Yeah, uh, we should mention uh, Sukamori actually does live. He we see that he he we never see him jump in, but we do see at the very end when they're when they're doing the whole final bit. Like, oh, there he is. You made it. Yeah. And uh, remember when I said that uh, now Zane was going to come back? He was probably the monk. Yeah. <laughs> Poor man. It's like he felt such guilt. <laughs> Aww. Well, don't worry, everyone. He, he he had to go through his guild in the play. Atsumori, a personal favorite of everyone's favorite, Oda Nobunaga. <laughs> Wild shit there. Yes, yes, indeed. Who who was one of your favorites? Who did you uh, enjoy? I'm not picking Tokuko again because that would be cheating. It's not cheating, but I feel like it's... We mentioned Go Shirakawa. Uh, we should give it up for Biwa as well as sort of being our point of view character for most of this. Great, great protagonist. Yeah. We love Biwa. Well, because, like, we see we see much like how all the other characters kind of grow older towards the end of the series, that she herself has grown older, even though she hasn't physically really grown for yeah. some reason. <laughs> Not sure why that was a decision made. Not that I'm complaining. It's just... I think that there's there's kind of this otherworldly element to Biwa as a character. Yeah, I, like I, she's she's very human in her emotions, but there's something. Well, I feel like the reason why they kept her just kind of weird and short and childlike is to kind of be sort of that weird, it's almost ethereal, fae-like creature. Yeah, I could see that. I guess I, I I don't know what the why why they made that decision, but they did, and it worked. It worked, and you know the acting through by basically everyone is fantastic. 
Yeah. Like, I really need to give it up to the Japanese cast. I've not seen this in English, so I can't speak on the English cast. I, I know some of the actors in it, they're good. Just, like, looking at the cast list, there's, like, some very well-known English dub actors who I know who are quite talented, so it's probably equally talented. But it's just, like... Every, it's one of those rare times where a whole show comes together where the sum of its parts equals how good it actually is. You it's know? It's so solid. Yeah. Like, there's there's not a weak point other than maybe, like, I would say the weakest episodes were the first two we watched tonight, but they serve a purpose. Yeah. And, uh, Yeah. So, Sorrow, secondary question. Mm hmm Would you recommend this to your friends? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm glad that we're in that same boat. It's like, yes, yes, I would. I have already recommended this to several of my friends who watch anime. I have told them, it's like, listen, this is only 11 episodes. You have no reason not to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like, that's the other thing. It's 11 episodes. It's really good. And if you are listening for some reason to this podcast, th first off, thank you. Thank you. We, we love you. But more importantly, I, I want to say that, like, if you want to watch a show that's different, watch this one yeah i i'm trying to think of like stuff that i could compare this to that i've also seen and nothing is coming up there's not a lot that's similar to it it's 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 one of those things where it's like i'm trying to think of like a drama anime that made me this emotional while watching it and i'm 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 drawing a blank because there's not a lot of shows really about this subject matter of what does one do with suffering? It it hits so different, and it's so meditative. I guess is the word. It well, there, there really is. It, it, yeah, there's there's a lot there to chew on. <laughs> it, there there's a lot to chew on, and it's just it's shocking how good it is. Like I remember when this was first shown, I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. I'm the type of person this is for, and by the end of it, I'm like, I hate the fact that not a lot of people are going to see it. Yeah, I... This anime absolutely ragdolled me psychologically. Mm -hmm. Like... It, 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 it broke three of my ribs. <laughs> it came in, broke your ribs, and you said, thank you. Thank you so much. It, it is... I feel like the the downside is it's like it's kind of hard to penetrate if you try mm -hmm. to follow it in the sense of what's happening, right? But I feel like that would be missing the point in a yeah, certain. And, and I mean, if if like the whole like maybe jumping around, not like the most you know clear beat to beat storytelling, like if that's gonna take you out of something, maybe this isn't for you, but. Uh, to that, I'd say, suck it up. <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> the, so the emotional through line is so worth it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know about you, Sardo, but I'm not one who cries too often at, at things. I get misty-eyed, but I don't consider that the same as crying. 
No, it's not the same thing. I am not a big crier either. <laughs> and I, I like, when I got up to go to the bathroom before we started recording, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, oh, God, I really was crying. <laughs> My eyes. After the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, oh. I, I, I'm like, how, how you doing, Strauss? And I heard your voice. And it's like, holy shit, he's crying. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think you've ever heard me at, like, any point beyond, like, emotional at a thing because you've been with me on stream when stuff gets emotional and we're both and you know even even if it's a little performative this was not performative this is like the hardest i cried at a thing since i watched coco on a plane this is the first time i've ever heard you cry <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure it is <laughs> it, it was it was a little it was a little shocking honestly because you you know you are again not somebody who for you know that that does that very often and i want to make it really clear this is not because we're big tough men who are tough no i just don't well, i mean we, we are big tough men who are tough but we also cry sometimes i i don't okay. think i have the right, right to call myself big <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure my five foot six ass is not allowed to do that. We're tough men who cry sometimes. There we go. That I'm allowed. To, I, I'll I'll allow that one. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like when was the last time you cried at a show? Yeah, hell, at a show. Let alone like at a first off, when was the last time you cried at anything? And when was the last time it was like a, a TV series? I'm. I, oh fuck. I know um, this was a net series, but we're counting it. Shut up. Yeah, it, it still counts. Um, probably episode three of The Walking Dead. God, when was that? That was a long time. Not too long ago. It, it was, to be fair, it was very good. That was, like, the game, right? Uh, well, this was the, um, the, the TV oh. adaptation of the game. Oh. Ah. The, the show was very good. Oh. I, I would really recommend it. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's not that. It was just like, I was trying to remember, like, when did that come out? That was a while ago, probably. It's It's been a bit. It it doesn't happen very often. Um, Mostly I, I cry about animal stuff, but... Well, I mean, that's fair. And usually because it's so cute, you just have to start crying. Also, again, I know we, we mentioned this before, but, but shout out to um to the writers for making sure the cat in this was safe thank you for making sure that neko was like also explained and and we we knew yeah we knew <laughs> neko was, was safe place. it didn't help us in any other way <laughs> you heard I us mean, so much more than we thought you were going to you came in there like with a fast one you're like ah! <laughs> it's like oh by the way but the cat's all right <laughs> i'm good <laughs> Uh, thank you. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, 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 it was interesting because I cried more the second time, actually. Huh. And why, why was that? I mean, um, I'm, I'm going to guess two things. Number one, I've had like two, like a year plus of thinking about it and like mulling over the ending in terms of like what it means, like what it is philosophically you know, the point, you know, attaching my own memories to things, uh, a little bit of vodka. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah. That, that, that definitely helped, but I, I think I would have cried either way. Cause yeah. I, I think it's like when, when the knowledge of, because I've watched the ending multiple times. I want to make that abundantly clear, but it's like in full context, it hits way harder, by the way. 
Because mm-hmm. like the video is up on YouTube, and also the music, by the way, in that se- in that final sequence is the best track in the entire series. We didn't even mention that part. The the music's been great this oh. entire time. The, the the music, everything is just a fucking scrumptious layer cake of like good quality everything. Yeah, but uh, what makes that part so good, and like that ending hit so hard. It's like, you know, I don't know about you, but I've lost family members. I have gone. Yes. And it's like, what does one do with suffering? Mm-hmm. And it hits. It hits right there because the moment I learned that this was the first thing, because, well, when I was reminded, because I didn't know going into it, but months, like a year later, when I learned, like, hey, you do know. That this is the first thing she made since the K.O. Annie fire. And realized, like, how deeply sincere this all truly was. It, like, it opens up your heart a bit more. It really does. Because you realize this is one, this is someone sort of letting out that that pent-up sadness of losing friends. Mm-hmm losing things watching you know part of your life literally go up in smoke yeah and it hits so hard that once you know that it makes you realize how much it meant to make this to say it and and it was said so beautifully and and with so much so much heart and holy shit yeah it it it's hard to really explain how like it's it's incredible to think like you loved Shigamori and his death came and you were sad and you're and you I I want to ask you did you think it was going to get I mean I told you it was going to get worse I knew it was going to get worse but did you think it was going to be this <laughs> um I you know I don't know what I was expecting but I don't think it was this I don't think I could have anticipated this. I don't think anyone can. And, like, it's funny because I went into this knowing full of what happens to everyone involved, including the characters we don't really follow. Mm-hmm. Like, I could tell you how Shizuka and Yoshitsune have, like, a lovely love affair, but it ends tragically as well. Right. Do you know how that ends? Uh, Vaguely familiar with it. Well, I'll tell you anyways. Go ahead. Uh... Yoritomo, in a, an act of consolidating power, kills both of his younger brothers. This leads... Oh. So, and Shizuka famously gets is sent away, much like b was, and was, uh... Mm-hmm. Guess what child she was carrying? Oh, no. Don't worry, she she lived or something. The child didn't. Mm-hmm. And oh. it, 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 it is, I believe, legend. I don't know how accurate this is. I, I don't want to state that I know that uh, according to stories, she either became a nun or mm-hmm. or she didn't. 
but that she was kidnapped, like, nabbed, and had was forced to dance in front of Yoritomo, and everyone's just like, she danced so beautifully and so filled with passion and sadness that everyone is just like, damn. We're really about to fuck this woman's life up. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I knew a little bit of that, but I didn't know the full thing. Yeah, so. and uh, Yoshitsune dies. He, he commits seppuku, of course. Mm. And uh, though Benke gets the like cool death where he gets hit with a bunch of arrows and everyone thought he was still alive. <laughs> I was like, don't get near him. He'll kill you. <laughs> oh, wait, he's dead. <laughs> That is, that is a corpse. Yeah. Oh, he's just still standing. He died standing, which is, you know. That's pretty yeah. badass. Yeah, it's pretty badass. But, yeah, so they have people dress up for her for festivals, which is, I think, neat. It is interesting. So, yeah, it's like, really, I think the best way to describe this series. So, okay, before I go into my final closing thoughts on it. Sardo, what are your closing thoughts on Heike's story of the longest the hell you're watching until we eventually do Legend of the Galactic Heroes? Um, you, my thought is you should watch this if you haven't. Um, watch watch Heike's story. It's really fucking good. Um, also, I I kind of want to make like one of those stupid little uh, fan cam things for Go Shirakawa. Um, do it, please do it. I want I, you to I want... send it to your friends and then be like, "Man, what the fuck are you doing?" I, I just I don't know. I I feel like he 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 inspires that kind of energy, and I I like him. He's fun. Um, good good show, beautiful show. Um, a really really interesting viewpoint on on grief and what we do with it. And w watch the damn show. It's it's so good. Yeah, it, it's one of those really sad aspects that, like, it's understandable why this show wasn't super popular. It's about stuff that people don't know about. It wasn't really this big thing. And it was coming mm -hmm. out of, along shows that were much more accessible to the average person. Right. And I, I want to make that really clear. I understand that, but trust me, even if you don't like anime, even if you don't give a shit about animation, go watch this. We're Do yourself a favor. You, you, you owe yourself to watch something that is actually... I don't want to say actually good, because like the other show that came out at this point was Breaking of Kings, and that was also really good. But this is good in a different way. Yes, it also it also made me an emotional wreck, just not in the same way. This one hurt me. Yeah, and it hurts so good. Uh, I guess my closing thoughts are the sense of this is a wonderful series. It's incredibly well made, beautifully directed beautifully animated great music but really in the end it is that emotional through line from start to finish that really just it hits you it does very hard and it's very rare because like the last time i was this level of gross crying 
at a thing, I watched Coco, and that was designed for me. Right. This was also meant for me, but in a different way. My little Mexican heart couldn't take that movie. <laughs> it was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Because, like, that's probably the last thing I straight up cried at that I can think of. And that one was, like, I wasn't even in the theater. I was on a plane. So people could see that. I want to know that that was in public. <laughs> that was in a but, public but, place um, with the lights on. <laughs> that's powerful. Yeah, it's but, a powerful statement. I guess my 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 final final thought is um Heike Monogatari punched me in the dick, and I'm glad that it did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like I understand why it wasn't bigger. Like that that I think that's this that's the annoying part. Yeah. Is that you know why it didn't get big, but you do yourself a favor. Tell, go watch it. Tell everyone how great it is if you liked it. If you didn't like it, that's fine. I'm gonna question your tastes, though. I'm 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 about to be so annoying to my to my immediate IRL friend group because <laughs> no. I'm the ones who I haven't already told them you should watch this. Um, they're they're gonna be hearing a lot about this. No, no, me, now so. now it's like you should watch it to be, be you grabbing them by the lapel, be like, watch it, watch it. You owe yourself the beauty <laughs> and the magic. And, and trust me, it's, it's worth it. Like, I really, like, there's a reason why I wanted to talk about this and I wanted us to watch it. And once you see it, you're like, oh, well, after you calm down from crying at that last episode, because we both needed a second. <laughs> I, I, I definitely needed I a second. I blew my um, nose. I don't do that very often, everybody. That is a statement. My face is still very splotchy. <laughs> oh god, my eyes hurt. Like the the like the salt from my tears. Yeah, are burning the sensitive areas around my eyes. Like yeah, you 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 cry so much like your your skin hurts a little. Mm -hmm. Kind of yeah. crusty. It's that. <laughs> like I, just, I just... mean it, man. I'm I'm crying like a One Piece character. <laughs> Actually, a uh, fun fact: uh, Tokuko's voice actress is in One Piece. Oh, uh, you want to guess who she is? Uh, Robin. No, she's more recent, very much more recent character than that. Who is she? Uh, well, it's a very similar sounding name. She's Yamamoto. Oh. The, the big lad himself. Love that boy. Love that boy. The big boy. She's also other things that you actually know who she is. Uh, she's uh, your and Spy Family. Yay! And uh, she's... For, this one's for you and me, because you experienced this with me. Uh, mm -hmm. She's also very comically a, a certain Clarissa Snowflake. So you've heard her, you've heard her sing. <laughs> it's really oh. funny. <laughs> that oh. one's really funny. 
That is hilarious. Uh, yeah, but God, like every this is one of those shows that it's it's a rare one. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a rare one, and you 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 all deserve to go see it. Please watch it. It you'll thank yourself later, or it's a gem, or not. Maybe you you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> It, it's it's good stuff. It might it's, hurt it's you. The good stuff. We'll be nice and say it will hurt. Oh, yeah. And <sighs> I think that that's a, that's about it. That's yeah. I, I think that's, that's, uh, that's an episode. Right. I, I, I did extend this out to make sure it's the longest one to at least justify all five episodes. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, uh, before we close out, uh, 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 done anything recently that's fun, Sardo, that you want to mention? Um, well, I have been streaming. Yeah, and you uh, uh, I... recently debuted something. I I did. Thank you for reminding me. Um, I recently made my debut as a PNG tuber. So, um, the the skeleton gang is now um got got a visual element too. Um, I'm a PNG tuber now, folks. Uh, th- thanks to Strauss for for helping me kind of get the hang of it and understand what the heck I'm supposed to be doing. A huge help. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I stream every Wednesday, six thirty Mountain Standard Time, and now uh, your your friendly local skeleton bro has a has a face to the voice. So yeah, I I think that's that's it for me. What about you, Strauss? Uh, I'm still streaming as per usual. There's oh, that. Yeah. We uh, not not much. I uh, let's see. Uh, not really watching anything that ha- I haven't mentioned before. Actually, uh, let's do a fun thing, Sardo. What do you think we're gonna watch next through this giant? We're watching stuff together thing. What do you want it to be? Oh, that is uh, a great question. Let me. Let me I, I'm gonna jokingly to... say Legend of the Galactic Heroes as a joke, knowing full well that we're 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 gonna have to like actually carve out like a month for that to watch all of it. It's gonna take a while. It's a hundred and ten episodes. You damn right, it's gonna take a while. <laughs> um, I really um, this is gonna sound a little insane. Um. I really want us to watch some Don Bluth movies. Oh, we could definitely do that at some point. I I think we should. That's something that is up on the table for discussion. And oh, I want to watch some goddamn Don Bluth movies again. <laughs> I'll be on for that. Also, we're probably going to... Probably the actual next one is probably going to be Edge Runners. Because I know you still yes. want to watch that. But yeah. Definitely. So. Also, we could, great. Ready to emotionally destroy ourselves for a second time. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love punching myself in the face. I love it when I emotionally destroy my body and soul. Because today is Saturday, which means the skeleton gang gets to watch something that makes them really sad. God, no. We I want to make it really clear we were actually crying. This is not us like playing it up for the No. A bit. This was that, that's that's that that was legit. I was crying. I was also crying. I, I was the type of gross crying where you try to hold back the tears because you're trying to watch the thing. 
and the tears make it hard to watch and then it just kind of gets a bit more gross but less in your eyes yeah like my sleeves i was dabbing my face off with my sleeves and my eyes hurt i don't I like was... it when my eyes hurt <laughs> I um I, I went pretty gross for a minute. I did did wipe my face with my hoodie at one point. Oh, so well, I'm wearing a hoodie too, so my hoodie's yeah, it's gonna need to be washed again. <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we got yeah. Sorry. There you go. We got some interesting stuff on the docket. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we promise next time will be a much happier episode. Probably. I don't know. Probably maybe we'll find out <laughs> we yeah, don't know we'll see we kind of decided that we, we we're flying by the seat of our pants here everybody but yeah uh number one you can follow sardo at at, at autopsy garlands yes uh, i'm on the twitter yeah on the twitter and uh you can also go to uncle death on twitch.com that's spe- uncle spelled with a k for yes. uh wednesday nights uh art streamings yeah those are fun they're fun i've been to i've been to pretty much all of them not always on them but i've been to them they're fun and it's it's been a good time and uh you can follow strauss uh all across the board uh twitter and twitch at uh almighty strauss on twitters dot coms But you you should follow Strauss. Uh, follow Strauss on Twitch. Uh, Strauss. <laughs> Twitch is a lot. I should be. I'm gonna be real here. Twitch. It, it, Twitch is where I I actually put more effort in because I, I Twitter has been mostly just being complaining about the playoffs. <laughs> Twitch is your home. <gasps> yeah, it's my home has currently been on fire. <laughs> great. It's been great. Thanks, Dubs. Uh. And then I followed up by doing this, which was much more fun and also way more painful. Yes. But anyway, folks, uh, you can also listen to us now on Spotify. uh, RSS. uh, On the RSS feed. At uh, like the Skeleton Crew podcast. That's all one thing. Obviously, YouTube still. Podcast Index. I don't know what that is, but we're on it. it. We are. And that's something. And Listen Notes. Also don't know what that is. I'm probably going to put us up on Amazon Music tonight and Samsung Podcasts. Hell yeah. I'll try to get us on Google Podcasts. It hasn't been working out too well. Well, thank you for your efforts, my friend. I uh, it, won't, it won't recognize the email that I put into it, despite the fact that you can't have an account without an email. I don't know how this works, Google. Google. I'm real... Let me hear a real boy. I'm just a normal man. Just an innocent man. <laughs> but thank you, folks. We will be back out again next week with, I don't know. A well, surprise. Yeah, it's going to be a surprise to everyone, including ourselves, as we haven't yes. decided yet. Which is, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But I want you to understand, this is a ramshackle production, and that's how we're going to probably keep it for the rest of our days until the podcast oh, yeah. ends. Or we make enough money on it that it isn't a ramshackle production. <laughs> I'm not but, saying but we're going to make money, but if Hey K Story can make us money, you know, then we're going to have to really start pushing for it. Yes. Thank you, folks. Thank you very much for listening to this. This was... Honestly, a very wonderful experience for us, even if it 
absolutely physically is hurting my eyes. It, it was painful, but it was a good painful. Painful and, in uh, the sense painful. that it's all the tears. And uh, we, we appreciate y'all for being along for the ride. It was wonderful. And thank you all for being here. And remember, folks, watch Hey K Story. Watch Hey K Story. Goodbye. Good night, everybody.